Tracy. All right, so we are about to hit five weeks of some pretty epic progress. So loads of you got involved, which is great. I've done these before, um, but I think if we make this your own goal and around consistency, and then that will propel forward throughout the rest of the year so that we end this year way, way further on than we ever thought we would be when you were setting those New Year's resolutions in January. Um, and hopefully, well, you'll have blown them out of the water and exceeded them completely. So how do we guarantee success? So you have said this before, you have the power to choose what your results are by the action that you take. So I'm going to run through like just a few things. Some things you'll have heard before, maybe you've heard them before, but you didn't action them. So just remember, you can sit in on these lives all the time. You can go, oh, that's an amazing idea. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's a good way saying. But if you don't do anything with it, you've wasted your time. So make sure you take action. I'm not expecting you to action every single one of these, but pick the ones that are going to have the biggest impact. So that domino effect. Um, I've always said when we've done these kind of things before that for me, sleep is that domino effect. Then my nutrition's better, my training's better, my energy's better, my mood's better, everything. If I'm not well rested and well slept, it's my nutrition that takes a hitch. First of all, my training's not as energetic and motivated as it normally is. And my steps are probably down. So you can see how that has nothing to do with exercise and nutrition, but it has a big domino effect. So we're going to start off with a plan. So hopefully you've all got a plan. I'm going to upload um, after live a little future planning um, pro forma that you can use. So you're setting out in stone what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, um, and how you're going to know if you've succeeded at it or not. Because we can set a goal, but sometimes you, you don't quantify it enough, so you don't know if you've got there. And I want us in the next five weeks to completely reverse engineer the goal. And we'll go over it a little bit, but almost taking the end result out of the picture and just concentrating on what you need to do. So we talk about doing the do. If you're so focused on that end result, we miss out the vital parts that get the result in the end. So if we can concentrate on the process rather than the result, we're going to get there. So set a goal. Hopefully you've all got a goal for the next five weeks to take us up to the end of September. Make a plan. Make sure you've got a plan in place. If you don't or you're struggling with it, get in contact and I'll help you do it. Most important bit, get to work. So I have one, two, three pads of paper here that I write all my plans out on. Um, there's one thing that hasn't been ticked off my list today, but more often than not, I love, I love making a plan, a to-do list. But I don't always do the do because I've been so busy planning and prepping that I've run out of time. So out of 10 things I've done nine today, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Stick to it. So highly motivated at the start. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to smash these goals and then we get into it and it's not quite as amazing. It's not as, quite as exciting. Stick to it no matter what. When motivation's left the building, when you can't be arsed, when you've had a crappy day at work, when you're tired, stick to it. Stick to it. And then reach the goal. Easy. End of the life. See you later. Um, but you can see how simple it is written down. But the getting to the work, getting to work and sticking to it, that's your two main things. We can all get caught up in making a plan, can't we? Get to work, action it. So writing your goal down. Now, I want you to write it down somewhere where you can see it, whether it's on your screensaver, on your phone. What is the goal? So writing it down and planning it makes you 42% more likely to achieve it. 42% just by writing it down. We all know the basis of SMART goals. I'm not going to talk you through it individually, but we need to be specific. So if you've got, I want to lose weight, well, how much? What's the goal by the 30th of September? Is it four pounds? Is it five pounds? What is it? What's your, what's your goal? Um, if it's to run a 5K, 
how quickly do you want to run the 5K? By what date? So I could say, like, I want to run 5K in 25 minutes. But if I don't say a date that that's going to happen, then there's no importance. There's no urgency to it. There's no need for me to go out and train hard this week because I've got got all day measurable make sure you've got a way of measuring it so when we've been doing the consistency goals last week you had a way of measuring whether you were consistent or not you were ticking it off or you weren't ticking it off it's got to be achievable you're not going to lose two stone in the next five five weeks i seriously hope you don't lose two stone but it's got to be achievable so if at the moment it's taking you 40 minutes to run a 5k and you want to do 25 minutes by the end of the month it's probably not achievable so make sure you can actually hit the goal is it realistic, similar to achievable? And putting that time frame in there as well. So we've given you a time frame. We've got to the 30th of September. So being specific is probably your most important thing there, that you know exactly what that looks like, that you know whether you've hit the goal or not. So I want to lose weight. Well, if you lose half a pound, have you hit your goal? If you lose 10 pounds, have you hit your goal? Which Like, what is it? How do you know if you've hit your goal? Being as specific as you can will help you dial things in a little bit. So hopefully you've all got this goal um, for the next five weeks. Then we want to think about why is the goal important? Because when you can't be bothered, when motivation's left the building, it's got there's got to be an important reason why you get off your arse and go for a walk or get to the gym and train or go for a run. There's got to be a really important reason to it. Sometimes I sign up for events because that gives me the fear. And then it's a very important reason why I have to go into a training session and not only go into it, but make it an effective session as well. How will your life change? If at the end of September, you've nailed your goals for September, how will that change your life? How will it make you feel? And then you can flip that. What would be the difference to your life if you didn't achieve it? And how will it make you feel? So you're either one kind of person, you're either running away from fear, so you're running away from something you don't like, or you're running towards pleasure. Most of us, I would say, you can be a bit of both, and it depends what it is, but most of us are running away from fear. I think I sit firmly in the middle. So I book events because it gives me the fear to go and train and get it done maybe when I don't want to. But I also love the feeling of achieving it. I love the feeling of competing. So I'm running towards pleasure as well because I love that bloody did it I love that feeling so I'm running towards a feeling but I'm running away from that fear of I won't be good enough or I won't have trained hard enough but which one are you and how can you use that to get you towards your goal when we're talking about running away from fear I want us to be quite careful about that it's not we're, we're hating on ourselves so much um using words like I'm disgusting so I have to change or um I look horrific or whatever it is, be very careful about your language around that because we don't want to have hating yourself out of your situation you're in. Because if you hate yourself just now, you're not going to like yourself anymore when you get to your goal. I promise you. I promise you, you're not. I'm going to open up this chat box just so you guys can chip in if you want to. And also, if you want to unmute and ask questions or any words of wisdom, go for it. So concentrate on that feeling. We've done that before where you've closed your eyes and you've imagined yourself hitting your goal. How will it make you feel? And I think that's what I concentrate on. In those times, I can't be bothered. It's if in an hour's time, when I could have had the training session done, how will I feel versus how will I feel if I just get the bloody training session done? And that's what gets me to train when I'm not motivated the majority of the time. Again, running away from fear, running towards pleasure. That one, I would say, is probably running towards pleasure. The hour later, Fiona will be so chuffed with herself that she's trained to have a better mood um, and she won't be annoyed. If Fiona didn't train, it would just be raging herself that she didn't train. 
Motivation is what gets you started. But what we need is solid habits and behaviours. So that's what we're going to concentrate on next week. Um, this week was all around goal setting. So next week we're going to have, dial into habits and behaviours and how we can make sure that we are making this as effortless as possible. So keeping your teeth clean, I'm going to assume is pretty effortless. You do it. It's a firm established habit twice a day, if not more, of brushing your teeth, hopefully. But you have to have solid habits and behaviours in place. Um, what habits and behaviours in place do you not currently do that you need to have to reach a goal? So have a think about the things that you do day in, day out that either help or don't help you. And how can we get rid of or minimise, you can't always get rid of all your behaviours that don't help towards your goal, but how can you get rid of or minimise the ones that don't help and add in or maximise the ones that do help? So again, for me, getting an early night, making sure I'm not on my phone and prepping myself for a good sleep, that is going to be almost my number one priority because everything else kind of pivots on that. How can you make the habits that you want to include easy, automatic, and effortless, like brushing your teeth? How can you make it as easy as possible? So it's easy to eat healthy food if you got it in the house, and it's obvious and visible. It's really hard to eat healthy food if your cupboards are full of chocolate and crisps. We're half and half in this house, half and half. Um, I just met a, a new, brand new client in Sainsbury's and she said, oh, and that she met me at the end of the first aisle. So that's all the fruit and veg and salad. So I was picking out salad. She was like, oh, you've got such a healthy basket. I was like, I've not hit the other aisles yet. We're not that far into the supermarket. But how can you make it easy? So how can you do things? So like things for me, I hate chopping veg. The more pre-prepped food that I can buy makes it easier for me. If I've got to chop a whole load of veg to make a salad, probably not going to happen but I've just bought a whole load of pre-prepped salads um, I'll add in things like peppers and that kind of thing or if you don't want to buy it that way how can you prep so get all your veg chopped um, I used to and I had more time um, chop like buy the veg chop it all up and then like the peppers for example you can bag them up and freeze them so it was one lot of sitting prepping food so then that made it nice and easy and effortless for the next time I needed chopped veg for my for my meal but things like your walk, how can you make that a habit? So it could be that at lunchtime, you make sure you go for a 15-minute walk, and that happens every single day. Um, sleeping, how can I make that as effortless as possible? I mean, it's pretty effortless for me. But making sure it's a quality sleep means that I don't have my phone in the bedroom. I've just bought an alarm clock, so my phone doesn't have to be in there at all. Um, that came off the back of, I woke up at um, 4 o'clock one morning. Don't normally reach my phone, but I did read some terrible news and that was my brain going and I didn't get back to sleep again. Um, so alarm clock bought, phone stays downstairs. So that makes it almost impossible for me to have the bad habit of scrolling on my phone at night or picking it up first thing. I need it in the, I need it in the bedroom to, to for my alarm clock. Well, no, you can buy an alarm clock. So have a think about how you can make your life as easy as possible so that when you get to the end of the day normally and you're tired, and you spend all day making all these decisions about all these different things that these habits take over and you don't have to make decisions. It's, it's an automatic habit. And then like we spoke about at the, at the beginning, concentrate on the process, not the result. So if you have, especially if you've got a lot of weight to lose, I had a conversation with one of you about this the other day. If she had um, a fair amount of weight that she felt she had to lose and thinking about that number was overwhelming. Well, how about we just concentrate on what we need to do to lose the first kilo? 
and do it that way. So what are the things you need to do? If you put your effort and your energy into the process rather than stressing and worrying about hitting that result, that result will come sooner. So have a think about what do you need to include or implement and, or put in that's going to help you move towards the goal? What do you need to minimise or get rid of that's going to make the unhelpful goals disappear, the unhelpful habits, sorry? And how can you put more effort and energy into the process and stop stressing about the result? Have a wee think about that. Um, think big, but act small. So again, I'll use the sleep analogy because that's what works for me. Things like having an alarm clock instead of the phone in the bedroom, quite a small little act, but has a big impact. So those little small habits you can put in every day. And in fact, the smaller the habits can be, the more achievable they are to put in. If you try and make big, huge changes and implement big, massive habits and several at a time, it becomes overwhelming. And chances are one, if you're lucky, will stick. The rest, it will be too much to do. But if you can think about the smallest habit that you can do, that will have the biggest impact, think how much easier that would be. So with steps, it could be that 10 minute walk every day, time seven, that's over an hour's worth of extra steps a week, but it's a very small time commitment. And the smaller the time commitment or the effort commitment, the more likely you are to stick to it, especially if it's something you're gonna put in at the end of the day. That's why I do my, the majority of my activities, the majority of my work in the morning, because I know by evening, I'm going to be too tired. The mental strength and, and um, clarity on goals kind of diminishes as the day goes on. For me, you might be different. James is just a way off to the gym buzzing. Seven o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm going to the gym. So whatever works for you, but think about the times in the day where you are most productive and then try and implement that being the time that you stick your habits in that you want to want to implement. And that might be the ones that are slightly more effort for you or require more discipline Think about the time. So if I said to you, you've got a big, massive project, you can do it whenever you like. What point in the day would you choose to do that? I would choose to do it at six in the morning because that's when I'm switched on. I would definitely choose to do it at seven o'clock at night. So the things that I find harder, probably best doing in the morning. I've used this analogy several times. You may have heard it before, but it's like the 2P machine at the arcade. So you stick 2Ps in, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens. But you know... That if you get stick with your wee cup of two peas and you keep firing it in the slot, you know that wee chubba chump or keyring and all the two peas will come off when you get a, a payout. And I want you to think about your journey like that. Just because you make effort um, and take action and you can't see any results straight away doesn't mean there's nothing happening. But if you stop putting those two peas in, you ain't getting that crappy little keyring and 10p worth of two peas. But you know that it's coming, so you keep putting them in. So think about it like that. What two Ps can you put in the slot every single day that will give you that payout? It's the same with fat loss. Sometimes, depending on hormones or stress, fatigue, you've put all the two Ps in the slot, but you don't see it. You don't see it on the scale straight away, but then next week you have a big drop and it kind of catches up with itself. So knowing that if you keep making the effort, the two Ps keep going in, you're going to get a payout. And that really, really helps me. It's like another two P in the slot. Another 2p in the slot. But that's a 10 minute earlier bedtime, 10 minutes more walking, 10 minutes prepping some foods. It's a 2p in the slot. And it's going to help towards your progress long term. Remember, nothing happens overnight. Not a thing. Um, pop in the chat. Oh, someone's in the chat. Hang on. Um, you're saying that's where you struggle sometimes. I think nothing is happening, but understanding, just stay consistent. That will help. Yep. So think about it that way. There's, there's a good. Um, 
reel on Instagram about you go to the gym once, you walk out, you look exactly the same. You go to the gym another time, you walk out, you look exactly the same. It's something you need to keep doing the do. You keep putting the two peas in the slot and it comes. But sometimes we get frustrated, like Michelle saying, that you feel like you've put three two peas in and I've not had a payout. What's this about? Keep putting the two peas in. That's probably the best advice that I've ever had. This it came from a coach of mine that used this example and I thought that's perfect. Because you know, don't you? At the arcade, you keep putting it in. You don't walk away, especially when all those coins are teetering at the edge. You keep putting it in. You keep putting it in. Um, but yeah, consistency is your number one friend. So with consistency and habits, there's a cool little app called um, Rabbit. So it's habit with an R, so only one B, where you can go on and you can tick off and it grows a little a, a little carrot um, as you tick them all off. And when you stop ticking them off, it dies. Um, so you killed it. You killed the carrot. Um, I used it for a while. I don't use it now because, to be honest, I don't need another app in my life. But... Um, if that's something that works for you, same as the green ticks on True Coach, or same as like ticking off the boxes on your accountability post at the end of the day, if that's something that helps, I know there's quite a few of you already use it and and like it. I've already got enough apps in my life. I don't need another one or another reason to be on my phone, to be honest. But sometimes things like that help. What works for you? My little to-do list here with all these lovely ticks and now that number 10 is annoying me, so I'll probably do that tonight. Um, but it is... That's what anything for a tick. Literally anything to get a tick. But what works for you and how you, is it going to help you keep consistent with the two P's going in the slot? Concentrate on one thing for the day. So, like I said before, if you try and implement five big, huge changes all today because this is the day that we're starting, think about what could you concentrate What's the thing that needs the most attention? That domino effect again. But what is the thing maybe your steps have been down? And I had five of you last week that challenged you to get 70,000 steps over the week. You all did it and your fat loss all went up. So think about what's the thing that's going to move the needle in terms of what your goal is. It might not be fat loss at the moment. It might be energy. It might be just tidying up your nutrition. But what is the one thing that you can go all in on? All in on. Easy for me to say. One thing that you could do tomorrow, we'll say, that would take you a step closer to your goals if you went all in on it. So we've done it before where you've rated like your sleep, your nutrition, your training. You've rated it out of five and the, the lowest score in one. Dunk. The lowest score in one is the one that you go all in on. That's a good way to do it. If you don't know what it is, rate all the, th all the kind of five pillars that you need to address and get the lowest one and go all in on it for one day and see what the difference is. Or seven days. Depends what it is. Um, but that's a good way to go in if you're not sure where you want to go. Um, planning ahead. So very often you fail to carry it in action before the failure actually happens. So how can you plan to succeed? So for example, if I said, right, I'm going to train at eight o'clock every night this week, that's literally planning to fail. I'm not going to do that. 100% not going to do that. Or if I say I'm going to do a 10 mile run tomorrow and then a nine mile run on Wednesday, and then I'll maybe do 15 miles on Friday. I can't run 50 miles just for um, clarity on that one. But that's literally planning to fail. That's not going to happen. 100% not going to happen. I'm going to be too tired. I'm going to be too sore. So how can you plan to succeed? And again, it's about making it small and achievable. So if I say my phone's not going in the bedroom with me and I'm going to make sure I am in bed by half nine, I sleep by 10. There we go. 
that's pretty easy to achieve. It's not difficult. I don't need to make loads of decisions around it. I don't need loads of equipment or planning. I just literally need to do what we spoke about at the start, take action, get it done. And then as you build momentum on these things, you'll start seeing the benefits of it. So I might be, I feel like setting up a bit later tonight, but no, do you know what? I'm going to do it. And maybe I don't feel the benefit tomorrow, but I'll feel good that I followed through on my intentions. And then as that accumulates, I'll feel good. I'll start to trust that this is just what I do rather than continually let myself down and not doing. So if I'm setting my sights too high by running 10 miles, 9 miles, 15 miles, then I'm literally planning to fail. So make the plan as easy and as achievable as possible, but it gets you results as well. This one I like, Eat the Frog. I don't know if anyone's read the book, but if you've got one thing that you hate doing, meal prep for me, meal prep, do it first. Get that done first. So again, on my list here, I've got two things that are time consuming and quite hard. And the problem about six of them were dead easy little tiny wee jobs that I just need to message someone or send an invoice or something like that. And the temptation to start with the dead easy ones first and just get them done so I could get my tick was there. But I was like, no, do you know what? There's one that I absolutely hate doing. Um, social media, hate it, hate it, hate it. Necessity, but I just find it um, time consuming. I find it difficult sometimes to come up with ideas of what to write about. Um, so I find it a challenge, but I got it done first. So that it was done, it was out of the way. It wasn't looming over my head. So what is the thing that you don't enjoy the most? Get that done first. It builds momentum, you feel really proud of yourself and it stops it hanging over you for the rest of the day. Training, get it done as early as you can. Get it out of the way. For those guys who are in the kind of early morning classes or like the early morning classes, their training is done before most people are up. They've got the rest of the day to themselves. So what is the thing that you could... So if you had on your list, eat, eat a frog, that's what you would do first. That's the whole basis of the book, Eat the Frog. If you've not read it, it's a really, really good book. I can't remember the author right now, but it is a good book about just procrastination and how we worry. I've got this to do, I've got that to do, I've got this to do. And we talk about it and we make a plan about it. Just bloody do it. Just do it. Get it done and over with and move on to the next thing. Um, I've got here. Tracy saying you get your steps in before work. Um, I, I think for me as well, I hate having, must, I normally try and get my steps on by lunchtime because I know that my energy is going to start waning about three o'clock. So I like to try and get them done by lunchtime. Same reason. It's done, it's dusted. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to trip around my bedroom or go out for a walk at seven o'clock at night. It's done. It's done. And yeah, if you get your steps on before work, tick. Tick before you've even clocked on at work. Um, thoughts around whether you can do this or not. We've covered this before a little bit, but if you don't believe that you can achieve your September goal, you're not going to do the do. You're not going to keep with the two Ps when motivation's low, when you can't be arsed, when you're actually thinking, I just want to read the biscuit barrel and watch Netflix. You're not going to do the do because you don't, at your core, you don't believe that you're going to succeed. So why would you go to the extra effort when you can't be bothered anyway? You can and you will. And you all can. There's not one of you who set a goal that you can't achieve. Not one of you. The only reason you can't achieve it, if you run out of two Ps or you don't do the do, to take action on everything you said you're going to be. So how you talk to yourself matters. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. Henry Ford said that. I know, I know that one. Um, 
But yeah, if you don't believe that you can do it, if you think I'm never going to stick to my four gym sessions a week, I know I'm not. I'm going to try. That's the biggest lie you've ever told yourself. I'm going to try. No, I am going to do it. I can and I will do it. 100%. No, ifs, buts or maybes, it's happening. And and that's how I talk to myself sometimes as well. Like, it's happening. You are training. It's happening. Let's go. And I sit sometimes in the gym after a few finishes. I sit there sometimes and it'll be 10 minutes past. So now I've got a, a block on my phone till it used to be half seven. I put it on till eight now because at half seven is pretty much when I'd finished up um, tidying up after a few's. All these notifications are ping up and I'd be there another 50 minutes looking at it before I started training. Get it done. Get it done. It's happening. So try and minimise distractions as well. Affirmations. Sounds a bit pink and fluffy, doesn't it? But there will be affirmations that you tell yourself. I can't do this. I always fail. There are affirmations that you tell yourself, whether you want to call them affirmations or not. But imagine if you flipped them. Um, one of the girls was set another six-week challenge today. One of the girls who I know doesn't have a huge amount of self-belief actually put on there. Um, I'm not very good at planning yet. And I was like, yes, something pennies dropped somewhere. Um, can't do it yet. There will be some things that physically you can't do. I know a lot of guys who started um, another proud moment the other day um, was one of the ladies who said just couldn't get her head around the burpee. Her, her body just wouldn't, her body and her head wouldn't coordinate to allow her to do a burpee. And I turned around Saturday morning, she's burping up and down the room. I was like, look at this. But she couldn't physically, her body just wasn't putting the pieces together. So she couldn't yet. She can now. She can now. Of course she can. She's in team FLF. Of course she can do a burpee. But think about the things that you say to yourself. And um, one thing I'm going to try really hard to stop saying is I'm tired. I say it all the time. And the more you say it, the more you feel it. Absolutely, 100%. So mindset's a big thing that I'm working on at the moment because I'd kind of, not a negative mindset, but not a helpful one. Again, saying I'm tired or I'm really busy. Um, and, fl and flipping that mindset, I like being busy. What's wrong with being busy? I, if I wasn't busy, I would be bored out my skull. I'm very lucky to be busy. I could be complaining that nobody's turning up to the gym and we're, we can't do anything because nobody's here. But think about how you talk to yourself. Think about the words of affirmation that you're telling yourself, positive or negative, and make sure that you're using every tool you can to your advantage. All right, when things go wrong, they most likely will. In the next five weeks, there will be something that happens. Don't be a drama queen. I love, and I'm just as guilty of this, by the way. But so when I was unwell, oh, the drama, poor James. But take responsibility. Assess what went wrong. Now, was it something within your control? If it was, vow that it's never going to happen again. If it wasn't something that was in, within your control, so it could be you, you're unwell, you get an injury, something happens with the kids, your schedule has to change because a partner's unwell and you have to do the kids run in the evening. That's not within your control. But what can you do instead? There's always another alternative. It's never like, oh, well, I can't do it. Some people will choose that option because it gives them a lovely excuse. We're not going to have excuses. So when things almost expect something to go wrong at some point, and that helps take some of the drama out of it. And the most important bit is get back to work. The only time you fail is when you quit. And we don't do quitting here. Absolutely not. Right. I ask this question a lot, but I think it's a really good one. I put it in my little journal every Monday morning. What would make this week epic? So the guys that are on, if you could pop in the chat, what would make my night epic is if Kila would bugger off. What would make it epic? If you got to Sunday, 
Sunday night and we're getting ready to prep for another week. We think, what an epic week. How would you know it had been an epic week? What's happened? Pop it in the chat. She's going to start pushing my chair, so I'll wheel across the room. Um, Jen, back to a full week of tracking calories. Mine, uh, Michelle, mine would be sort of a loss in weight this week. Um, see a wee shift in scales. All right, so what do you need to do for that to happen? Jen's is quite a simple one. You need to you need to open my fitness file and put it in. But for Michelle and Tracy, what do you need to do to make that happen? Stick to your plan. Tracy, I want to see this plan. Um, but yeah, that plan. Have a list. So I have a um in my journal in the morning, I have goals for myself in different areas of my life. So I have work, I have relationships, um, I have training and I have me. Like what am I doing for me? Uh, Michelle, track every bit of food I consume this week and never miss a day meal prepping. What's the epic week incoming? So again, when we've got the plan, we know what we need to do, action. That is the most important part on this. Follow through. The more you follow through on your plan and what you said you were going to do and doing what you said you were going to do, the better you'll feel, the more confident you'll feel um, and the more likely you are to repeat it because you trust that that's, what, that's who you are, that's what you do. You're not someone who doesn't stick to the plan or you're not someone who doesn't do what they said they were going to do. You do it. Absolutely. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So we're all here as we want change of some description. My big change that I'm looking for, um, as I said, I'm going to join in with you guys on this. So my big change I'm looking for is energy. I want to drop a couple of kilos as well because we're going on holiday in October. A couple of kilos. So I need to tidy up nutrition. I need to get better sleep and I need to look after myself a little bit better. Um, and... Guess what? You can and you will. 100%. Kila can and will go and lie on the couch. Look in my hand, that's good. Um, but yeah, 100% believe that, that. Everything here is in your control. You can and you will. If you don't know how to, you've got a whole team of ladies here. You've got me. Find out. If you don't know what to do or you're stuck with your plan, reach out and ask. There's so many of you that don't use the coaching to, the, to how you need it. And I find out at your check-in that you've been struggling. Don't leave it that long. Message me for any advice and information that you need at all, at all. All right, little quote. Fear of failure is higher when you're not working on the problem. If you're taking action, you're less worried about failure because you realize that you can influence the outcome. That comes from James Clear, Atomic Habits. Again, if you've not read or listened to that, definitely recommend that. I've listened to it three or four times. Always get something a little bit different out of it. It's really plain, actionable stuff. It's not... Fluffy and woo woo. It's um, you can just take the tits and tin, hit hints and tips and run with it. But if you think about it, you spend so much time saying I can't do this, I can't do that. But actually, if you just get to work and take action, you realise that you've got full responsibility for this. You you've got full influence on whether you hit those goals for the end of September. So Jane, you full influence on whether you track those calories or not. Hundred percent within your control to get make that happen. And again, it, on paper, it's fairly simple. On paper, it's fairly simple, but completely doable. Um, Tracy, taking action in your plan, we're already halfway there. We need to follow it through when we don't really want to. So when you're thinking about, am I going to be able to do this? If you get to work, stop worrying about whether you can do it. Do the do. Stick with 2p in the slot. Anybody got any questions? Obviously, if you're listening to this back or watching it back, you can uh, stick it in the comments underneath. Anybody want a dog? Oh, no. Chewing on my arm. Been fed, she's been walked, everything. 
any questions, just put no in the chat if you don't. There's only a few of you on. I don't want to um, kick you off if you've got questions. But let's go and do this. Let's absolutely go and do this. You have got five weeks of every bit of information, support, accountability that you need to do this. There's literally nothing else I could give you. You just need to come come to the party and bring gifts. Do the do. Bring your two peas to the party. All right, let's go and do it. We've got a week of posts going up around accountability um, and different things happening this week. Next week, we'll do habits um, and then we'll stick a few challenges in there as well. But get involved, comment in the group. The more you put in, the more you'll get out. All right, have a good Monday. I'm going to wait to wash my arm because it's covered in dog's flavor. All right, Bye. have a good night. Bye. See you later.